Welcome back to the Safe Space Podcast. I'm Antonio. I'm Lajo. And joining us today for part two of our series on women mental health entitled Her Story is our good friend, Savannah. So thank you, Savannah, for joining us in the Safe Space. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm pretty good. Had a long day, but I'm all right. I'm all right. How are y'all? I'm good. Pretty good. Can't complain. You know, have a rough weekend. So, you know. Yeah, that's good. It gets better. <laughs> it always does. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start by asking you this this question, like I did at two guests last week. When would you say that you first started to experience like mental health problems? Oh, sorry, struggling with when did when did you first start struggling with mental health with your mental health? Um, for me, I'd honestly say maybe sometime like um like junior high, probably, where like peer pressure started to seem like really real, and like around the age where like what everybody else thought or said like really really mattered in a sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's around the time I would say it started for me did you feel like you had a strong enough like support system in, in dealing with that like did you have people that you could talk to like reach out to or like were just persons that could relate in general to what was going on um honestly at the time no <laughs> Because, I mean, most people don't really want to talk to their parents about it um, at the time. And I feel like for us especially, it's going to be different when, like, our kids come along. But I feel like um, our parents couldn't really relate to what we were going through in a sense because, like, how much technology was, like, evolving and stuff while we were in high school. Right. So, basically different in a because everybody don't like consider certain things bullying but like um things like bullying you couldn't really escape when you went home because there was still the internet so you had to deal with it when you went home too yeah so I know I definitely couldn't speak to my parents and I didn't have like a lot of like aunties and stuff like in Freeport that I could have talked to or stuff like that um to friends it probably wouldn't have seemed like real at the time because we all weren't mature enough and I feel like at our school, we didn't have a guidance counselor that was enough help. <laughs> Literally was like, you ain't really going through nothing. See you later. So yeah. that's my answer. So that's the, the invalidating of the feelings, right? <laughs> yep, definitely. Well, you, should, you, should try, you should do this to help you not feel like this. And, you know. Yeah. So because you... Feel like it was real. Sorry. Yeah. Are you good? I was gonna say so because you didn't really have a strong enough like support system. How did you go about like handling it? Honestly, I feel like at the time it was literally uh, try to ignore it and just go about the rest of my day, cry it out, and just continue and try to tell myself, you know, yeah, you're gonna be okay. That wasn't nothing. Like invalidating my own feelings, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I feel like that is damaging, not also just for women, but also for men. Me speaking from personal experience, I can count like the many times I've told people like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. It's just like no one deep down, like, I'm not good. I'm not fine. It's because I want to be there for other people. You can't exhibit that, that weakness, right? 
because you exactly. want to be that support system for them. Yeah. yeah, because if you're trying to help someone, then you can't really appear as weak because it's like, if you need help, how could, how do you think you could help me? You know, yeah. so we so we we do my favorite phrase, push to the back of your head. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. Push to the back of your head, you know, let it, let it sit there, let it marinate, you know what I mean? Why is it dealing with other stuff? And kind of like boiling it, boiling it up. And it's like, I guess over time get worse if we don't deal with it. But, you know, initially we just push it to the back of our head. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it was Adriana who said this last week on uh, the first part of the, the series last week. Last week, she mentioned that women are deemed as emotional creatures regardless of the situation. So therefore, that also deters them from wanting to speak up about certain situations. What's your stance on that? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely agree. Um, as someone who, like, I didn't really grow up as, like, one of the really, like, emotional kind of girls, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that, like, Tough, uh, yeah tough, right? like yeah I kind of always I was always the person that had to be strong for everybody else um even in a sense with like my family um so yeah but like I said I was one of like those girls that they would like okay she reacts to certain things like a man would quote unquote you know um but in a sense if it's like a girl that does um how do I say deal with her emotions the normal way they tend to call us like dramatic when we express it a little too much and if we express it too little then something's wrong we're not expressing it as a woman should so yeah and and thinking back to that in high school, I feel like I was that person that I was like, oh, this person's too dramatic. So now I just want to apologize to all the women. <laughs> because <laughs> I've been that guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, about, mean, I never really wanted to say over dramatic or nothing like that. I just thought like people just express it in different ways. Like, yes, you know, certain people, like everybody feel a lot, but like there's certain individuals who feel like more than a normal person does and I don't really think it's a belief but like there's a fact because <laughs> you know there's some people who would like react to a situation based on how like they feel and then like it's like you know they're strong but because they're so strong like you know feelings when they overwhelm them, it's like a lot stronger than when a normal person gets overwhelmed by feelings. Yes. And that's a dangerous thing though. Um, Cause it's like, you wait until everything gets so heavy that when you break, it's just, it's like something you can almost like not come back from. Right. And it's yeah. like, because they suppress like the negative emotions and stuff like they grow, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like because you just, just continue like, to add to it. Like you right. say, push, push it back your head, back right? Your head, just right? To, <laughs> <laughs> to, to you have pushed it back your head. Right. And I feel like because of that, like it makes their, we could call it feeling capacity a lot bigger. Because <laughs> they feel more, you know, they start yeah. to get into this habit of overthinking stuff and then that caused them to feel more. Yeah. All these other things, you know. So, 
Yeah, I was never one to call girls like dramatic and stuff like that when they express how they feel because like you never really know what someone really going through, so you can't really say they're dramatic because you don't yeah. have sufficient information to and don't understand fully analyze them, right? Yeah, I mean, in a sense, it's just everybody expresses themselves in different ways, like you said. So even if someone is considered over dramatic, that's just. Yeah, the way they express it. themselves, yeah, that's the way they the were way it is. brought up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for trying to lighten the atmosphere. Goodness <laughs> 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 <It is> gracious! <laughs> and I know for a fact I've been deemed as dramatic, and I stand on that because I, I am a character, and that's just that. <laughs> it's always been needed. It's okay. Um. Now that you any more questions for me? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say now that you've, you've moved like from out of the Bahamas and have relocated to the states, do you feel like do you have more? Yeah, you have more resources now to like run to in the event that to aid with your mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, listen. <laughs> Let's start off with the fact that like school. How do I explain it? Well, for me, I didn't have that much of a hard time when I first started counseling services at school. Um, school give people a run around to find out if your if your problems are serious enough to have a counselor, and if they're too serious, they don't. You're not allowed to see a counselor because you can see an actual therapist. If that makes sense, so like school just they went. <laughs> they went. That's mysterious to me. It really doesn't make sense. So, yeah, they want you to actually go to, um, like, a professional professional um, rather than, like, a, like a grad student. Because usually they have, like, grad students as the, like, um, the counselors. But, yeah, so I did that for a while. Um, I believe I stopped when COVID happened. And then my counselor wasn't working in the counseling services anymore. Just recently got connected with her and it kind of, like... Um, bothered me that like she's not my counselor anymore but so to piggyback off of that it's difficult when you have somebody as like your therapist or your counselor and then you have to start all over again with somebody else Mm -hmm. that's my main issue and then on the other hand therapists are expensive I the last one I tried to see they said my insurance was gonna have me pay maybe like a 20 or 30 dollar copay my insurance probably take off like 10 or $20. And then they send me one $180 something dollar bill. And I say, for one, I can go deal with this by myself. I go read my Bible and that's it. I, don't know. I, I must pay this woman $180 something dollars. And I didn't even feel no better after the first session. That was that, and that's, that's, that's hourly? Or... Yeah. $180 an hour. I was like, if that's the case, <laughs> you might as well talk to me and let and pay me. <laughs> like, I could, I could use $180 per hour. Like, you know, y'all can, y'all can plug me. <laughs> they, they get paid. Okay. They get paid. Like, I mean, that's not what matters, but like, yeah. So, so far living there, I've had two of them that I've connected with and they were both on like programs where I only got to see them for a short period of time. And I just hate having to start over because like, I already like what what if I need you to understand 
how to help me through a new process. Right. And it has something to do with something I just grew from, you know, and I have to explain through all of that, even though I could be better with like controlling my emotions, explaining like an old trauma, but like still it's like I have to go through all of that and explaining all of that to you when right now it's not about what you need to understand. It's about helping me through my process. So I feel like that's one of the big issues, like having a change therapist and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. And the virtual connection versus like being in person. In person. Yeah. I, I had a similar experience with, with therapies. Like I, I mentioned on this on a previous podcast episode, like actually like last year, I don't know, it was just a, a, a strain of months. I just was constantly, constantly going through it. I'm like, okay, maybe I should go start like actually going to therapy. And there's this, this app that some my friend recommended to me, BetterHelp. I've heard people talk about it before, and I I, yeah, I, I downloaded the, I downloaded the app, and I got the cost of it, and I was like, you know what? I think I'll be good. I'll drink some tea, you know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know why I, I thought I needed to go to therapy, but <laughs> discouragement. <laughs> no, and, and my me and my friend had this discussion as well. They feel like therapy should be covered covered like under regular healthcare. Yes, I agree. And I feel like that also is what deters people from actually going to seek um, therapy because of the cost of it. Not only the cost of it, but also because of the stigma attached to it that you need to actually be like crazy in the head. Like that something has to be like very, very wrong with you to want to go to therapy. Right. Exactly. So until we break that stigma, mm-hmm. we won't get anywhere as a society. And that's for both genders, not even just for females. Yeah, I agree 100%. That's just like, it's so annoying because it's like, why does it have to cost this much? And it's like, they they know how important mental health is, but they still don't take it as serious because once the mind deteriorates, the body deteriorates right after that anyway. Your body can be right if your mind ain't right. Yeah, right, yeah. You got to be fit up top to be fit up, or, uh, fit up exactly. top to be fit overall. At the exactly. end of the day, they're worrying about the greens. No, I mean. So I feel like that's the whole issue though. I mean, I know money important because you need money to live, but at the same time, if you get into a field of something that's of that importance, mm-hmm. then your worries shouldn't be money, your worries should be helping people. Same way yeah. how if doctors only worry about money and not really about helping the person and they just kill a bunch of people, like they should be stripped of their certification to be a doctor because they mm-hmm. do the wrong thing, you know what I mean? So I feel so like the same thing should be about like therapists because most therapists they don't really care about their clients they just care about that green will come in after the client leave the office you know it's the money yeah because the moment you walk with that door they just forget about you they close the book and you're done yep <laughs> you're just another another client just another number. yeah <laughs> another tech on the check checklist to take off I mean, probably some I feel like. I feel like some of them, probably the really good ones, actually form like a good connection with their clients, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you are like a well-paid, busy therapist and you see a bunch of clients all the time, who knows? You might not even remember any one of them when they leave the room. Yeah, that's true. That is a good point. That is, it's fair. I can't argue with that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know. Would, would you say that it, it's easier for women to find community within each other when when you're going through 
because I know for for males we don't take that that seriously. It's a joke. But I feel like <laughs> for, I feel for women it might be easier to understand each other differently than men men do with each other. So <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to say this without making it sound like I have anything against women. How women bond <laughs> in general. I was gonna say my own gender. <laughs> no, because I feel like so if you do have other female friends that you truly trust and right. like bond with and have like a special connection with, definitely a hundred percent. You can definitely speak to them about anything. Because I do cherish the like any of my female friends, whether like we talk every day or we just check up on each other. We used to be like around each other all the time, but we just check in now. Like I know I could text them at any point and like vent if I need to. And they know they could do the same for me. But in a sense, if you mean like community with just like acquaintances or probably women that don't know me as well I feel like if they were to come to me and then to me then yeah 100% but some some women and like in general like women in general like not all of them not all of us but some I feel like it's more like okay I, I yeah she might be having a bad day but I don't know what like that why she tended to be you know mm-hmm. right so I feel like I've experienced some people having those kind of attitudes versus the ones that are actually like hey like even like in a work situation like if I have a co-worker that comes to work and they really stressed out about something it don't really matter how well I know them like if they stressed out because you can feel the vibes in the room I want them to talk about it but some people will literally be staring standing staring like why why is woman talking all of this thing like, yeah is that we having a bad day. yeah right. yeah so that's how I feel about it in a general case versus like with like bonds that are already formed right yeah so i also feel like some women are so, as selective who they tell certain things too as well definitely especially because we've been hurt too sorry <laughs> yeah we've been hurt too so we do have to be careful because your friends who or like people that just want you to vent so they could like go and talk to other people about it or uh, use it to use it in a, against you in a certain against situation you in the future right. yeah right. the same things happen to us um same thing with like how you say like men will call us dramatic um you'd feel like you have to hold back off of expressing yourself too much because you don't want to seem dramatic because that's something that's already oh she's a woman i expect her to be dramatic yeah already started yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. elijah you were saying something Oh, I just want to say, at least it ain't like like males, because it's like, oh, you're having a bad day, but mine's worse, so suck it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair, but <laughs> I feel like people do do that in a sense, but I notice a lot of women do it to themselves. I used to do that a lot, and I've been trying to like uh, validate my own feelings, because you can't just be like, oh, well, well, I need to appreciate it because somebody else may have it worse than I do. Yeah, but that don't mean that your situation ain't hard. The funny thing about that is someone recently said that earlier to me this week. Well, last week. Because it's the new week. And I had to let them know it. Like, just because someone have a worse doesn't mean it's like, what you feel doesn't matter. Like, it still matters. Exactly. So, 
Yeah. It's crazy. Funny that it actually came up again. <laughs> that's that, that's crazy for you, though. That's how this, that's how this whole this whole podcasting and this whole mental health thing goes. Like, there's so many stuff that we've talked about either in previous episodes, episodes I want us to talk about in the future that have actually become like part of my mm-hmm. life story, like my daily routine in life. And it just makes me make me think that the timing of all this is just impeccable. Immaculate. <laughs> I have to agree. Some of the podcasts when they sit down and listen, then I'm like, oh goodness, why couldn't I be sitting in this conversation right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, trust. Don't feel shy to shoot a message, bro. We could always <laughs> could always have a, be back on the podcast to talk about future episodes. That is no problem at all. <laughs> sure. Love to hear it. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you this final, final closing question. Like I asked Jesse and Adriana last week. Is there, if there's one thing that you'd want the female listeners to take from this episode, what would it be? Oh, I feel like I just got like I in a pageant and then <laughs> final, <laughs> final question. <laughs> the winning the best question, question for the real. final answer. <laughs> yes, the best question. So, um, if I was talking to any of like my friends or younger versions of me and my friends, I probably like want them to know that they should find somebody that they confide in. And even if they feel like they don't have anybody, that they definitely have their family and friends that love them. And they need to find like probably specifically another woman sometimes to talk to because we understand each other on a different level. Um, if you can't make it to therapy, definitely talk to your friends. Definitely talk to your friends. Don't feel like you are a bother. You're not a bother. If those people love you, you're not a bother. There are apps out there that aren't better help. <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, I think it's was it better help, better help. I don't remember. One of the two, either way. One expensive. of the two. <laughs> anyway, there's other apps that aren't as expensive that um, assist in like meditation. If you literally just want to sit and clear your head and go through the emotions and then let it go because you cannot keep pushing things to the back of your head. I for one learned that myself. So you really have well. to, right, you have to allow yourself to feel that emotion. Like you have to allow yourself to feel it or every day you're going to overthink yourself right back into that emotion or every time something similar happened, you will feel that new thing and you're going to feel that old thing all over again because you didn't allow yourself to feel the emotion and then get over it. Mm-hmm. So you have to allow yourself to feel those emotions and validate your feelings. Just have the rough moment. It's going to get better. She sounds like so me That's right all now. I have to say. <laughs> What's that, Elijah? <laughs> she sounds like me right now. You got to feel it and you got to let it go. You have to feel I just, it. I just want to say I'm jealous of people who can actually just sit and feel it because I I, can't, I don't know. I just can't. It's hard. I, I literally can't. You got to cry to once. That's the easiest said than done, Elijah. <laughs> it's, it's not really only just the crime, but yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's literally just like, I'm really angry about this. And I don't like the way anger feels, but I need to sit down and be angry about this. And then I'm going to breathe. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go past it. <laughs> right. I, I noticed a, a toxic thing about me. Like, I, I, 
I'd put myself back in a certain situation just to see if I could feel something. But then that doesn't always put me <laughs> in the right wow. frame of mind. What? <laughs> no, okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me give, let me paint I think the picture I get quickly. what you're saying. Yeah. Go ahead. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Why? Why do I do why? it? Why yeah. do I do it? I don't know. Yes. I guess, I guess it's, I don't know. I really don't Are you afraid answer. that you cannot feel or something? Yeah, I think I've just become okay, so numb with emotion period that I try to make myself like put myself in certain situations where I can feel I what, get what I felt you're back then. Are you, see if, yes. it'll, if it will trigger something. Are you a I feel like I've been there before. I, be. I get what you're saying. Detroit yeah, because because <laughs> <laughs> there's a point where you you just feel like you haven't felt anything at all like the emotions just ain't there like you're like this supposed to bother me why this ain't bothering me yeah why are you so chill about it yeah i felt that yeah That's so like it's in a sense like school. you're trying to right like you're trying to not not like just it is an example you're trying to break your own heart just to see if it's gonna hurt mm. okay i thought so i just want to say breaking my, my heart yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 breaking my heart <laughs> i will not really relate to that though because like that remind me of when i was like early teens like I just was numb <laughs> like it just was like nothing modern like nothing really hurt me I didn't feel like physical pain and stuff like that and I was like if something is wrong with me then I guess something is wrong with me you know what I mean but yeah. uh, dang I felt that though but don't put yourself in situations like that. <laughs> don't do I'm that. Tr- I'm trying to. Don't do I'm that. I hope to. it gets better. I'm trying to. <laughs> I hope it gets better. That's all. That's what matters. I hope it gets better. Well, it's a rough place to be. Yeah, it honestly is. It's it's a struggle. Mental health is a struggle, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll get through it all together. That's the importance of having community. So ladies, you've, you heard it here first and from savannah herself it's important to find community and it's okay it's okay to feel it's important to talk to people as well it's also important to feel it and let it go yeah so <laughs> once again thank you savannah for joining us on this episode of safe space we appreciate you thanks for having me guys really right, enjoy before it. we leave oh my bad, my sorry bad. would you get to say Eliza? you got like 30 before seconds before we leave we are recording this on valentine's day so happy valentine's day everybody oh yes happy valentine's day everyone valentine's day. <laughs> so happy valentine's day yet again and we hope that you join us for future episodes of safe space